It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome to Speak for Yourself, Marcellus Wiley, My dog. Emmanuel Acho, sharp as it gets. Let's get it started in Brooklyn. Uh-oh, Ben Simmons did not play in game four for the Nets and reportedly told team officials that a mental block is creating stress for his back issues. Oh, really? The Athletic wrote that for Nets players, quote, the confusion was not centered around Simmons' ailment, but with the perceived lack of an ep- attempt to play and that lack of an effort to be in uniform and push his body in these high-stakes playoffs. Damn, Nacho. How should Nets teammates feel about Ben Simmons? Come on, man. Several different emotions, man, but mm. Nets teammates at the start should feel betrayed, they should feel confused, and they should feel let down. Mm-hmm. Betrayed, confused, and let down. Mm. <sighs> you got to feel betrayed because if you were the Nets, you brought Ben Simmons over thinking that he was going to help take y'all to the next level. Okay. At a minimum, he was going to keep y'all at the level you were at, getting past the first round, Facts. fighting to get to the conference finals. Facts. You have to feel betrayed because Ben Simmons, you were supposed to replace a James Harden who didn't want to be here. Ben Simmons, you were supposed to want to be here, but now all of a sudden you don't want to be here. I'm betrayed, first mm. of all. Now I'm confused, and this is probably the height of my emotion for the Nets, and honestly, the entire world. The Nets have to be confused because, Ben Simmons, your issues with Joel Embiid and to some degree Doc Rivers and 76ers fans are what led to your mental health crisis. Mm. Your issues with Joel Embiid, Doc Rivers, and the Sixers fans are what led to your mental health crisis. So if we remove you from the thing that caused your mental health crisis, then we would assume that the mental health issues you, Ben Simmons, are facing would go away. Okay. That's the assumption we got to make. If Joel Embiid caused it, take you away from Joel Embiid, you're going to be all right. Well, Ben Simmons, we took you away from Joel Embiid. Did you one further? Took you away from Doc Rivers and Sixers fans. But now you still are in crisis. I am confused. Mm. Because Ben Simmons, what started... Your mental health issues in Philly was Joel Embiid. So what we would assume would end your mental health issues would be removing you from Joel Embiid. But we did that and that didn't happen. I'm also confused because how your mental health issues lead to a lower back spasms. (laughs) And somebody has to make that make sense. I don't mind the mental health issues if I'm a Nets teammate. But you can't have your mental health issues and then your back spasms. I'm confused as a Nets teammate of Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons is confused. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons can't properly identify what the issue is. Thus, I can't properly identify it. So there's nothing worse than having a problem with no solution. Okay. Absolutely nothing worse That's than that. Real. Because at a minimum, if you got a problem, I can always find a solution. Where that? Where that? 
But when I have a problem with no solution, that's what leads to some of the deadliest, most lethal and most depressing ailments in our society. Hmm. You got a cold. Uh, I don't know when the cold going to stop. I don't know when the cold going to start. X, Y and Z. (laughs) But like if I got a broken arm, don't get surgery on it. Uh, I got a solution. mm. But the problems, the issues and the ailments that have no solutions, those are the worst ones and the most predicament, uh, the ones that lead to the worst predicaments. Ben Simmons, I feel betrayed and I feel confused if I'm a teammate. Man. Okay. That umbrella is what I'm feeling as well if I were one of the Nets teammates. But let me tell you what they really feel. They feel like Ben Simmons, two-faced it. And if you ever heard two-faced it growing up, I don't know if the kids still say that right now. I don't know if Twitter is recognizing two-faced it. But two-faced it is talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're acting two different ways, and we understand why. If I'm a Nets teammate, I actually understand Ben Simmons in this moment, even though I'm still, as you said, confused, betrayed, Mm -hmm. and feeling a little let down. Let me tell you why. Ben Simmons' first issue was not his mental health. His first issue is he wanted to get out of Philadelphia. Let's rewind all the way back to when it started. It started when Joel Embiid called him out, and Ben Simmons said this is a perfect departure point. So now being a part of Clutch Sports and Rich Paul, right, them doing the orchestrating of this, doing an amazing job too, at that point, Ben Simmons, it's time to leave, right? You got a reason to leave. You got the world looking at you and the court of public opinion siding with you. How dare you, Joel Embiid, call out Ben Simmons for not shooting? Shame on him, but shame on you too, Joel Embiid. You act like you played a perfect game. Remember those turnovers at the end? Why didn't you play better? That's how it started. That wasn't working, though. So then all of a sudden, you know what they start going to? They start going to the same thing that happens to us when we played the game and you wanted out of practice. There's two things that I were guaranteed to get out of practice with. One, my head hurts. And two, my back hurts because they can't check them. So then we used to get, I used to get out of practice and ask the Chargers all the time. Back, my head. Okay, he gone. Now, let's fast forward to where we are with Ben Simmons. Damn it, I want to leave Philly and that's not working. Okay, mental health comes up. After Philadelphia tries to force him to show up. After Philadelphia says, if you don't show up, we're going to start taking your money. Mental health. Oh, interesting. Okay. What did that translate to when he got to Brooklyn and they were like, okay, well, you're out of there and the mental health is behind you. Let's see you perform. Back soreness. All these vague things. Mental health. Self-diagnosis. Come on, bro. That's why, look, I got respect for mental health, but I don't respect everyone who raises their hand and say they have mental health issues. You want to know why? It's a self-diagnosis. I need someone else medically trained. I need some objective standard before I can apply what you're saying to our reality. All that adds up to now where we are. And you said some good things, bro. But let me bring it to you. One thing that's different between physical and mental health, the cause and effect. You keep saying this, and I think this is an error. You keep saying, hey, hey, Ben Simmons, you're out of Philadelphia. If his mental health is really his issue. You're out of Philadelphia. Why not be good now? You're good. Mm-mm. I learned this. Wileyism, but not really. There's two things that you got to understand with the cause and effect of trauma, mental trauma. Is one, you got to address the actual physical trauma that occurred. What moment set this off? Hey, Joel Embiid calling me out. Hey, our relationship. And then the second thing you have to address, which most people in this world have not addressed in their life, including me, is what coping mechanisms, what defense mechanisms did you put in place to deal with said trauma? Ah, then that's where Ben Simmons is. He ain't over it yet. 
if it's real. I don't think it's real, but hey, who am I? All I'm saying is if I'm a Nets teammate, I know what you're doing, dog. You're trying to keep your money. They suing you. You're going through arbitration right now. There's $20 million on the line. So I know why you're being two-faced like you can't play because you're trying to preserve that money. That's what the game is about. But on the other hand, I'm also looking at you like, dog, commit to us because we're going to be committed to you. That part. So the, the most frustrating part, if I am a Nets teammate, is this aspect of wondering, yo, where did the back issues come from? I know where they came from. <laughs> you didn't play. So it's not like you got hurt playing. I know what it is. You weren't practicing at a high level of intensity mm -hmm. because you hadn't been practicing over the course of the season. Mm -hmm. So where did the back spasms come from? I know. If I am doing everything within my power as Kevin Durant, as Kyrie Irving, as Seth Curry, as Steve Nash yeah. to go out there and fight and compete, then Ben Simmons, I need you to do everything within your power as well. So what I think we have all forgotten, and I forgot up until this point, hmm. the Nets are paying Ben Simmons. Think about that. Like, I, I just kind of think as though Ben Simmons is collecting checks from the earth. Just somehow <laughs> he's collecting checks. Just money is falling down into his pocket. No, no, no. Hmm. The Nets are paying Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. And if the Nets are paying you, Ben Simmons, then I need you, Ben Simmons, to do something to earn that check. Mm. Kevin Durant, while he was not necessarily playing great, he put up 31 shots in that final game. Because yeah, he, he was that. like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. Kyrie Irving, it didn't necessarily amount to anything, but he put up 39 points in the first game. Mm. He said, I'm going to go out there and try. Seth Curry, it didn't produce much fruit, but he went out there and gave you nine points in the first quarter and gave one. Because he said, I'm going to go out there and try. Goran Dragic, him and Bruce Brown combined for 41 points in game two. Because yeah. they said, I'm going to go out there and try. Yeah. I am at least going to exert my energy and my effort because no, the Nets are cutting no, me not. a check, no, and not. I got to go out there and reward them for the check they cut me. No, Meanwhile... This dude, dog, we need a tip. Hey, Crispy, is that Dior? This dude. Ooh, my wife won one of them. Meanwhile, this dude is just on the bench. And again, I say stealing. Crispy, though. But this dude is just on the bench while Crispy. everybody else is going to battle against the Celtics. Yeah. And he just watching everybody take L's. Yeah. So um, I am infuriated mm. by Ben Simmons. Mm. I don't say furious. I'm infuriated because Ben Simmons did it to me. Mm. Ben Simmons caused my fury. So oh. as a result, I am livid oh. as a Nets teammate because where in the world no, did these back spasms come from? Uh -uh. Kevin Durant putting up 31 shots, getting deed up by Jalen Brown, getting deed up by Marcus Martin, getting deed up by Jason Tatum, getting deed up by everybody and a mom and he ain't got no back spasms. Mm. But you, Ben Simmons, you got back spasms. Maybe the sweatshirt too heavy. Maybe chunky. the necklace too tight. It's just chunky, though. Hold on. Whatever Ben Simmons has done, it's been amazing for our relationship because he got you defending Kevin Durant. And thank you, Ben Simmons, <laughs> for that. Because it take a lot to make him say, Kevin Durant, he's trying. He put up 31 shots. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Keep that energy the whole two hours, please, please, please. <laughs> oh, man, it's a new day, Acho. It's a new day. It's a new day with these athletes. And I love the player empowerment. I love that Deshaun Watson can be – FBI surveillance, 22 civil lawsuits still get paid from his team. Just that part getting paid for his team. Ben Simmons tapping out mental health, vague. Uh, back spasm, vague. Still getting paid for his team because he's playing a different game. It's, don't you stop. Don't you come up here acting like you don't know the game he's playing. Ben Simmons is playing the game like, look, I'm going to start up here lying until I get my money. 
And I'm going to go to all extents to get my money. You guys are not going to take my money back from me. NBA Players Association, NBA organization, y'all figure this out. But I want my money. And I understand where he's coming from because the game he's playing right now, it's like it's a part. This is his part. He's he's right now being a thespian. And there's a difference between an actor and a thespian. If you don't believe me, ask an actor. He's going to tell you the difference. Being on Broadway is different than being in the big screen, right? And right now, he's playing a part. It's off-Broadway, right? And nobody's really paying attention to that because it all started when Ben Simmons said he didn't want to report. Then all of a sudden, issue after issue after issue pops up with Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons is playing the long game. One, y'all are on the hook for three years, $113.68 million. So stop acting like you're going to scare me. You're not. However... There is $20 million hanging, hanging in limbo that I want to claim. How do I claim it? By not playing. If I get on that stage and be who I can be, they're going to say all of what I was was fight. all a lie. He's acting right now. Okay. And being real, let me get this point off. Please do. Have you played with, because I have, a, 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 a teammate who had two more carries, lad, two more carries before he hits his threshold, his bonus in his contract in the last game of the regular season. This happened to us in San Diego. Two more, two more carries. And then mysteriously, he's not played. Mysteriously, he's on the sideline. Mysteriously, he doesn't get his $300,000. Or when I'm in Dallas with Eddie George, who had a 10-year starting streak. And then to start our first game of the year, because Eddie George and Bill Parcells were Crips and Bloods. They didn't get along. Eddie George, first play from scrimmage, pass. Second play from scrimmage, pass. In passing formation, not even allowing Eddie George to start. All I'm telling you, Acho, is they play the game upstairs. They play the game on the sidelines. And Ben Simmons is now playing the game as a player. Here's my issue. The only game I want Ben Simmons to play is game four. <laughs> that was it. Basketball. The only game was game three. Game two, so you tell me this, and then I got a great story for y'all. Okay. Don't come to practice on a red carpet. Don't come to practice on a red carpet. Ben Simmons is coming to practice on a red carpet, and I hate it. Personalizing it for you. Uh, my dog would be – he would not care if I tell this story. I didn't get into any fights in the National Football League. None? None. Practice? Training camp? Got sure. close twice. Okay, let's go. Michael Kendricks, linebacker, was about to sign a deal to become the highest paid linebacker in ball. He about life. Now, Kendricks was doing a contract negotiation. He was essentially holding out. I don't know if he would admit it, but he was holding out. What did that mean? Uh. In practice, he wasn't practicing because he didn't want to get hurt, and he wanted the Eagles to run him his money. Smart. Problem. You in training camp, and the starter's not practicing. So now guess who the backup reps have to go to? I'm looking at him. Acho. Guess who the starter reps have to go to? Acho. Guess who the third team reps have to go to? Acho. Oh, you got Salty? I'm taking first team, second team, third team reps in training camp. And the training camp. What? We stretching. My hamstring's tight. I'm done. Like, physically gassed. Because the cell knows, and I'm trying to break it down for y'all at home. Yeah. First team gets about four reps. Second team during training camp, yeah. four reps. Third yeah. team training camp, four reps. Yeah, yeah. You only supposed to get four reps. <laughs> but when your starter decides to tap, because he in a contract dispute, all of a sudden, your boy got to get 12 straight reps. Next drill, 12 straight reps. 12? Next drill. Sure. You say, 12, except your coach, Chip Kelly, decides to do this drill. Let me hear it. Four verticals, every offensive oh, rep- okay. repetition. Oh, we're going to have story De- time now. Defense, yeah. change the call. Yeah. What's this mean? 
Hey, for every play, every single play, mm-hmm. I was guarding four, four verticals. Four verticals at home, that means all four receivers are running yeah. vertical. Yeah, run down so, the street. <laughs> so what it means is middle linebacker, cover two drop. Go vertical. Next play, middle linebacker, man coverage, Zach Kurtz, take him vertical. Middle linebacker, next play, cover three, get vertical on that weak hook. Middle linebacker, <laughs> next play, we cover could. four, you got uh, vertical expanded numbers. Every play, at the end of practice, I look at Kendricks. I said, bro, <laughs> I don't care about your contract dispute. Wow. I need you on the field. Wow. Because him not being on the field was costing your boy. Oh, him not oh, being on the field oh, was costing oh. the team. So if I am Kevin Durant, mm. Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, Dragic, Bruce Brown, Drummond, uh, Blake Griffin, all of them, I'm saying, hey, bro, with all due respect, mm. I don't care about your contract dispute because mm. your contract now, dispute Now, which one was it? Was it this one team. or was it this one, empathetic hands? Oh, no, no, ain't no empathetic okay, hands because okay. my hamstrings was going to be real unempathetic. Ain't no empathetic hands, coach. So all that to say, I know teammates have been in contract disputes. NFL money, NBA money, different. But go back and look at the deal Kendrick Scott. He ended up being one of the top two highest paid linebackers at the time. I believe it was 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. But at the same time, being a teammate to somebody in a dispute, I also understand your selfishness is costing me. I understand your selfishness. Just keep in mind the bodies that you were leaving behind because you are making a selfish decision. And the bodies that Ben Simmons left behind Mm. was Durant, was Kyrie, was Curry, was Drummond, was Driffin, was Dragic, was Brown, was Nash. A whole litany of bodies Mm. were left behind so that one man, Ben Simmons, could cash his chat. Whew, let me say this. Um, I wish I could agree with you. Great stories. I, I just totally disagree with you. So glad our birth certificates didn't line up because if you were my teammate, we would have been doing this. If you're trying to talk about my money and my contract situation, let me just say this. This is what happened with you and Kendricks. Him being selfish met you being selfish and you mad at Don't him. Don't do that. No, sir. No, sir. No. Go ahead. Retort. Let me get a 30. Retort. Let me get a 30. Let me it's get a 30. 20. It's what 20. Okay, high school is 30. They play ball since high school. <laughs> high school's Oh, 30. yeah. I forgot four reps for y'all. Keep <laughs> <laughs> going. Retort. You going to retort? Yes, I'm going to retort. Come on, You got to understand, big dog. What? It was not a matter of selfishness. It was yes, a matter of this. Yes, it was. If you hold out, mm-hmm. now you hold out and I'm hurt. Now everybody lost. Oh. Now you held oh. out. Now I'm hurt. Nope. Now everybody Your backup is like, I ain't lost. Give me a rip. <laughs> Think about what happened here. But Ben Simmons didn't play. He didn't play. And the Nets got swept. Yeah. So because Ben Simmons didn't play, he still is in his contract dispute that he was going to be in regardless. Yeah. But also now we're talking about Kevin Durant's legacy. Mm-hmm. We're talking about should Steve Nash be fired? We're talking about should Kyrie Irving be retained or not? Or should the Nets want him back with he opts in? Because Ben Simmons didn't play, mm-hmm. Nash is taking a grave L, might lose his job. Kyrie Irving, we're talking about what should happen with him. Yeah. And Kevin Durant is taking knocks on his legacy. Ben Simmons was going to be in this predicament regardless. Mm-hmm. So you might as well be in this predicament mm-hmm. and save all of us instead of being in this predicament and killing all of us. Nah, you walked into a fight halfway and tried to break it up, and then the people fighting are sitting there saying, nah, dog, we got this. You know why? Because the issue came before he became a Brooklyn Net. No one could go and chin check or step to Ben Simmons. The same energy is why they didn't go to Kyrie with his vaccination status and try to get at Kyrie. Because if you try to check Kyrie about his vaccination status, your selfishness is now on display. Because you're thinking about you. You're thinking about your legacy. you think about coach's job. You're thinking about our team. When he like to get to we, it starts with me. No. And I'm just telling you this. I'm glad that didn't happen to me. But let me tell you what did happen to me. 
I'm not going to give you this story. I'll give it too many times. Antonio Bryant, same thing happened to him. He got tired in practice with your boy, your best friend, Keyshawn Johnson. Remember? So Keyshawn tapped out of practice because Keyshawn was Keyshawn. I ain't doing all that. Antonio had to do all that. He became Acho. I'm tired. I'm tired. Had a fight with our head coach, Bill Parcells, because he was mad. But it's nothing but selfishness on display. I've told that story too many times. But let me tell you as a teammate, there are three things you don't get involved in. Three things you don't cross the borders on, right? First one is the wallet, right? I don't get into your wallet. That's your money, big dog. The second thing is your fridge. I don't mess with your food. I've seen dudes really fight over money and food. Like, hey, dog, let me tell you about something. What's up, homie? And then the last one you already know, your bedroom. Don't mess My lady is my lady. Teammates, when that happened, oh, Ben Simmons. That's taking us off a little off the rails there, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Point being, Acho, your selfishness can't let you cross the border. You trying to get into Ben Simmons' wallet. Are you going to give him $20 million? There are guys on the Brooklyn Nets who don't have $20 million. And then y'all just going to look at them and say, play one game, potentially go out there and damage your opportunity to get that $20 million for what? This is a fight that happened before we met you. And unfortunately, it's going to happen and end after you're a Brooklyn Net. You selfish. Coming up, the noise appears to be dying down in Arizona. I need reps, but we'll tell you if the Cardinals are making a mistake giving Kyler Murray a new deal. Where you at, Hendrix? Hit me up. I know he's selfish, but first, John Moran was a human highlight reel last night. We'll tell you how far he can carry the Grizzlies. Next, on Speak for Yourself. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Boy, we all had a ticket to the John Morant show last night. He started a Grizzlies rally at the end of the third quarter with one of the best dunks you will ever see. Yeah, Malik right. Beasley. Now, John went on to score 18 <laughs> points in the fourth quarter, including the game winning layup. And that's the word layup don't describe the pizzazz he put on that shot. Gave Memphis a 3-2 series lead. So, how yes. far can John Moran, one of the next budding superstars in the National Basketball Association, mm-hmm. how far yes. can he carry these Grizzlies? Uh, to the next round, and that's about it. Because that next round looks like it's going to be those Golden State Warriors, correct? Yep, that's it. This is my... Every year you find a growing pain team, like a team that you're like, oh, man, you're going to see them take leaps and bounds, but there's a limit. That's what I see right now in these Memphis Grizzlies. And it's not because they don't have talent. It's just because they haven't taken their lumps just yet as a collective unit. And it's going to come when they face those Golden State Warriors. Them lumps going to come. The Golden State Warriors, their collective experience their connective tissue, as they say. It's going to be too hard, too difficult for John Morant and the Grizzlies to penetrate. Let me get into what I'm talking about because I went through a growth spurt. 
Um, it wasn't really of record, but people didn't notice. But it started around my ninth grade year, and it just kept happening every year. Another inch and 20 pounds to the point where you see me right now. Probably 20 pounds over where I should be, <laughs> but I kept growing. Here's the thing. Those growing pains, you're going to know them. You're going to feel them. And not everyone's going to notice. You ever heard of Osgood Slaughter's? I mm-hmm. had that. Yeah. Woo! Ain't nothing worse than being in the ninth grade rubbing your knees and icing them down. People are like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. But every time they see you, you're growing. That's the Memphis Grizzlies. But internally, they feel the pain. They feel that Osgood Slaughter's. They know that right now, even though John Morant is balling, he's still not necessarily doing exactly what they anticipated. He had games of 16 points and 11 points in this series so far. 22nd amongst players in the postseason in scoring. A little step back. He's shooting like KD, dog, for real. 34% from the field in the last three games. 27 from three-point land. John Morant, he's had his lumps. I know he had knee issues, knee soreness. He says his knee is not perfectly fine, even though he dunked like that. If that ain't on a perfect knee, I don't know what the hell is. My point is this. They're going to run against the Golden State Warriors, who have now found a bonus addition in Jordan Poole on top of Steph, Clay, Draymond, and that collective group. It's just going to be too much for those guys. No matter how much they've grown, they're going to still feel the pain. I love John Morant. Love I him. love John Morant. All in. If you don't love John Morant, you do not love the game of basketball. If y'all don't know enough about John Morant, I encourage you just YouTube some highlights. He is a dude. Dude. Um, he can carry these Grizzlies through this series. <clears throat> And then again, and here's the unfortunate, the blessing (laughs) and curse of speak for yourself. Can I reveal the secret? Oh, yeah. Tell me, too, before you tell them. (laughs) The blessing and the curse of speak for yourself Hmm. is that we're just honest. I would love to come on the show and John Morant going to lead them to the NBA finals, baby. Have you not seen John? I would love to do that. Other shows would. Problem. Me and Sal, we just honest, (laughs) brutally honest. Hmm. John Morant can lead. These Grizzlies past the T-Wolves. He can lead them through round one. But past that, it's just going to get real tough because if you have not been watching, these Warriors are Ooh. real deal. Ooh. Now, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on Ja. <clears throat> 18 points, fourth quarter, whole offense ran through him, game-winning layup, and the word layup does not do that finish justice. True. Ja Moran, and you see it right then and there, a total bona fide dude. But I pay attention to sports talk. And uh, the show before ours, The Herd, Colin, Joy Taylor, Colin will drop a gem on you. If you're listening closely, he's going to drop a gem on you. And Colin said something about John Morant two months ago that I found so uniquely interesting. Hmm. He said, you rarely see an athletic guard lead his team to a championship. He's like, think about it. AI got close. D-Rose close-ish. But you rarely see a small athletic guard. I'm not talking about a D-Wade of the world. I'm not talking about a Jordan of the world. Westbrook I'm as not well. Talking, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He mentioned the Westbrooks. Yeah, he mentioned yeah. the D-Rose. Yeah. He mentioned the Allen Iversons. Those dudes that are freakazoid athletes, but smaller guards lead their team to chips. And he mentioned how John Moran falls in that category. Incredibly entertaining. May become the face of the league. Hopefully he does. But when it comes to... Ja going up against the likes of the Warriors next round. Dudes who can just shoot your lights out. At the end of the day, that dunk, which may have been the greatest dunk we've seen in the playoffs in the last five or so years, it's only worth two points. That three ball that Steph Curry going to hit, that three ball that Jordan Poole going to hit, that three ball that Klay Thompson going to hit, it's all worth more. Mm -hmm. We're not going to yip, yee, and holler nearly as loud as we will for (laughs) John Morant. 
But them three points are going to be worth more. John Morant will lead the Grizzlies past this series. But, Sal, I think it stops and starts there. <clears throat> Man, let's get a little off into our world, our favorite world of track and field. Um, John Morant, and I, I caught Colin when he said that, and it makes a ton of sense. Obviously, you got the results to speak for it. But you can also see it without the results. To be a little guard playing the game of basketball, and a lot of people haven't played the game of basketball at a high enough level, or been courtside, been somewhere where you realize the giraffes are around, that these are elephants, these are mammals. When you're talking about being a six foot, six one guard, and you got to navigate around that, your expenditure, the amount of energy that it takes for you to do the same thing as someone else is drastically different. And that's why I want to bring this up with terms of John Morant. I think there may be limits in terms of his championship success. He needs to be surrounded by other people who don't have to expend that same amount of energy to get the job done. Why? I bring it back to MJ as I do most things and tracker field as I do the other things. The fastest guy ever in this world was told from hello he couldn't be the fastest guy ever in this world. It's Usain Bolt because he's a strider. God, he's 6'5". When you're tall and run sprints, the first thing they look at you and say, you sure you don't want to run a longer distance? Because mm -hmm. you don't have the turnover, right? So my son MJ, how I integrate this into Ja Morant. Ja Morant, Usain Bolt and MJ. Come on, MJ, step up. He looks at other kids and thinks they're faster than him. He looks at them because you know why? They have quick feet. Their feet doing this. Mm, they're like the road runner out there. And I'm like, no, nah, you're really faster than them. You just take long strides. So he's like, no, he doesn't believe me. And then every now and then someone walks up to him and be like, dude, you're the fastest. But the point is, Usain Bolt realized that. My son is starting to realize that. And John Moran's going to realize, damn, all this little micro movement comes at a cost, comes at a limitation. Not to his individual game, but to Colin's point, to your point, to a collective success. Going to have to get him some giraffes, some elephants. Going to have to get him some mammals out there to help him out. Coming up, Kevin Durant is an all-time great. Oh, God, here we go. But is he top 10 all-time? Okay, we have a lot to say about this. That's next on Speak for Yourself. Oh, my ready? God. Kevin Durant's nets were swept earlier this week. But let's not forget KD is a two-time NBA champ and a 12-time All-Star. KD's status in NBA history came up yesterday, so... We're bringing it back today. Acho simply asked, is Kevin Durant a top 10 player of all time? No. Top 12? Sure. Top 10? Absolutely not. And um, I let you get away with it yesterday, and that's on me. That's my fault. I should not have let you get away with such a lie, such blasphemy on national television. Um, I have my top 10. And my top 10, I will not even dispute, and I don't think anybody can dispute. Shall we look at it? LeBron James is my one, Jordan at two. Oh, Don't wow. get caught up in oh. that. You can go Jordan or LeBron. That's not the point. Mm. Three, I got Magic. Four, Kareem. Five, Bill Russell. Six, Tim Duncan. Seven, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Eight, Bird. Nine, Shaq. Ten, Hakeem. Eleven, Steph Curry. <laughs> Woo! I'm glad he ain't on the screen. He'd be laughing too. Keep going. Before Twelve. KD. Kevin Durant. Now, here's why I'm not going to dispute my top oh, 10. Oh, you're not going to dispute? 
Number one, LeBron, we know how many chips he has. Number two, Jordan, we know how many chips he has. Number yeah. three, Magic, we know how many chips he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four, Kareem, we know how many chips he has. Number five, Bill Russell, 11 chips. Know how many he got. Oh, Number six, Duncan, we know how many chips he got. Five. Number seven, Kobe, we know how many chips he got. Five. Number eight, Bird, we know how many chips Bird got. Three. Number uh, nine, Shaq, we know how many chips Shaq got. Four. Number 10, I understand there might be some dispute. Akeem Acho, here is why. Why? Hakeem is clearly better than Kevin Durant. Two chips, Hakeem. Two chips, Durant. Two finals MVPs, Hakeem. Two finals MVPs, KD. A regular MVP, Hakeem. Regular season MVP, KD. Now, defense, Hakeem has by far and away. Hakeem, defensive player of the year, twice. Hakeem, five times, first team, uh, all defense. Nine times, all defensive Mm -hmm. in the NBA. Defense matters. Ask Kevin Durant, game one versus Celtics of defense matters. Jason Tatum, 360 layup bucket. Defense matters. But, Sal, if I were to just disregard defense, the reason that Akeem rounds out my top ten and Kevin Durant does not sniff my top ten is for this reason. He doesn't sniff. He doesn't sniff. 12. If you you are (laughs) the best player or one of the best players in the world, then the person who are, we are debating whether or not you are the best Me? player in the world with, oh, when they disappear, mm-hmm. you should prove that you are the best. Oh, really? Like when KD was out in game five no. in the 2019 and Steph no. didn't do anything? like this. Oh, like what? When Jordan was clearly the best player in the world, but Akeem, we know where he was drafted. So where? Draft. Where? When Jordan decided to step away from basketball and pick up a bat for a day and a half, <laughs> what did Kareem do? Kareem said, oh, give me that. Hakeem, give me that title. Yeah, yeah. Hakeem did. Hakeem, yeah, Hakeem yeah. said, give me that title. Elijah one said, give me that title. The second that Jordan stepped away, Hakeem said, I need both of those titles. Kevin Durant, if you are supposed to be in the top 10, then what I would want to see is the same thing. The second LeBron gets hurt, it's not time for you, KD, to be injured. The second LeBron gets knocked out in the first round of the playoffs last year, KD, it's not time for you to get knocked out by Giannis. The second that LeBron doesn't make it to the playoffs, KD, it's not time for you to get swept. Think about this, Cell. Think about this for a second. Think about this. It should blow your mind. (laughs) So far, so no. So far, not. (laughs) What Giannis did was, oh, LeBron, you out in the first round? Got to go get one. Wait a second. LeBron, you didn't even make the playoffs. Looks like I'm about to go try to get another one. That is what a player who is the greatest, though might not be the greatest of all time, should do. Keem Olajuwon, that is what he did. So Kevin Durant, if he is going to be in my top 10, does he have more chips than anybody in my top 10? The answer is no. Russell got himself 11. Jordan got himself six. Bron got himself four. Magic got himself five. Kareem got himself five. Uh, Kobe got himself five. Duncan got himself five. Bird got himself three. Akeem got himself two. Shaq has four. But Akeem's two clearly and abundantly greater than KD's two. But, sir, I will wait. I'm not going to listen because whatever you're going to tell me is nonsense. I'm not paying attention to you right now. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they listen. Yeah. But I will wait. I want to respectfully ha- see. Usually, I disrespectfully disagree. I'm respectfully disagreeing with your list because it's your list. Speak for yourself. We're honest. That's what you really feel. I hope. Now, if you feel that way, I'm thinking different of you because you shouldn't be feeling that way. But that's okay. I'll tell you still, my dog. Go ahead. Okay, please. Uh, my list. You can't move it around. My list is Teflon. My list is going to talk bad about some people because I know some people expect to be in my list, or at least you expect them to be in my list. Let's start off with Wiley's, me, top 10 all-time list. And it's 
pretty much in order, y'all. <laughs> so y'all can take your shots already. Yeah, Michael Jordan, sorry, brother. Yeah, you got to make another documentary for me. I saw it live. Uh, LeBron James, number one, best basketball player I've ever seen. Number two, Michael Jordan. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the hook. Number four, Magic. God, don't. Smile, baby. Number five, Larry Bird. It ended a little abruptly. The plane didn't land smoothly, but still, hey, Larry Bird was a monster. Shaquille O'Neal, number six. Come on, force of nature. Number seven, Tim Duncan. Woo! Starting to get sticky here because I'm starting to say, what should I do with the numbers? Number eight, Will Chamberlain. I'll get back to you. Number nine, Kevin Durant. Yes. And number 10, Kobe Bryant. I can hear y'all right now. Where's Bill Russell? Y'all better chill. I'm only allowing one guy from the old school when they played against the milkman to jump in my list. And Bill Russell is not the guy. It's going to be Wilt Chamberlain. I know. Big O. Average is triple up. I'm sorry. Respectfully, I have to have my list as is. You can take that away now. It's time to argue with Acho. I can tell. You had Bill Russell in there. This is no shots at anybody. I'm not talking about the person. I'm talking about the player. And if you can't separate the difference, if I'm talking about you, then you need to know who you are as a person. Bill Russell averaged 15 points a game. When he was six foot ten against people who weren't his height, whatever. People say, oh, I don't do that. When there were only how many teams in the league? When he started off, eight teams in the league. Don't do that, Marcellus. Okay. When he shot from the field... <laughs> 44%, and from the free throw line, Shaq level, 56%. Remember how we did Shaq? Well, we did that to Bill Russell, but none of us was around watching basketball at that time. Okay, now let's talk about it. He ranked 27th out of 50 players in scoring at the time. He was a tremendous rebounder. Okay, well, let's put Robin up in the top 10 list. Oh, no, he won all those championships. Yeah, what, eight Hall of Famers? Talk about super teams now. Y'all want to go back and talk about a super team? Next level. Not taking shots at Bill Russell because I respect the man. and He was a beast. But come on, man. This game has evolved to a whole new level. We got to do a new level of thinking. So there's my Bill Russell argument right there. Do you want me to keep going? No. Because I, no. know, I know you don't. I can only get I got so more dumb. People. I can only get so dumb within a 15-minute <laughs> block, and I'm already reaching my quota of dumbness and ignorance for a day. Dog. Um, Dog. Here's why I agree with you. He couldn't shoot. <laughs> no, here's why I agree with you. He couldn't score. Truth be told, <laughs> I had the same limiting reacting as you. I only put in one dude from the old school. And you put Bill Russell over Will Chamberlain? Because Bill Russell would beat Will Chamberlain when they went head-to-head. Bill Russell was a five-time NBA. They never went head-to-head. Bill Russell was a five-time NBA MVP. Bill Russell was undefeated mm-hmm. in Game 7s. Bill Russell uh, uh, was an 11-time we. champ, two times as a we. player coach. We. Bill Russell, three-time first-team All-NBA, eight-time second-team All-NBA. But more than that, Great Google time, search. Great Google search. More than that, five-time MVP. But I'm with you. Only put in one dude from the old only school. Only one old so school. So I'm not even going to argue okay, Bill, good. Will. And not like you, you and I watched either of them play. No, but Will better. Gotta be. I'm not going to argue that. Okay. I'm focused on Kevin Durant right now. Okay. The first thing that you and I must battle out, and, and let's do this just for the sake of being honorable human beings. Empathetic hands. Putting this man ahead of Kobe Bryant oh, that's not hard. might be your most ignorant take on television to date. Mm, Marcellus Wiley. They got competition now. <laughs> Kobe Bryant's a five-time champ. Five-time? Oh, Kevin Durant, a two-time champ. Marcellus Wiley. Kobe Bryant won Two NBA titles with his next best player being Pau Gasol. Where's Kevin beast? Durant? Kevin Durant beast? won two NBA titles with his next best players being Klay Thompson, 
Draymond Green so he was better than and Steph, Steph Curry was he better was than that. You know you said it. Freud, wherever you are, respect. Yes, you just said it. You just gave me all I, I needed. KD was better than Steph, but keep listen. talking. He don't listen. I don't. He talks fast, he listens slow. <laughs> so Kevin Durant won two titles with his next best players being Clay and Dre with a head coach, uh, uh, Steve. But mind you, we're a better player than him and Steph. Clean up on our one. <laughs> Keep going. Keep but going. Kobe got two. Oh, now, disregard the three he got with, with Shaq. He had two. Yeah, you better disregard They him. had two with his next best player's pal. But here's the ignorance I'm, I'm, I'm hurting for you with. Yeah. You can't put KD mm. ahead of Akeem Olajuwon because KD hasn't accomplished anything that Akeem didn't oh, accomplish. Oh, I forgot about him. Like, that, that is truly where you are so mistaken that anything KD did – Akeem did. Remember that old commercial, Michael Jordan, me and him? Anything you can do, I can do better. Mm. I can do anything better than you. KD, finals MVP. Akeem, finals MVP. Mm. KD, another finals MVP. Akeem, finals MVP. Mm. KD, a regular season MVP. Akeem, regular season MVP. KD had to travel and join a a super team to do it. Akeem was just like, nah, I'm just going to stay put. Don't worry. When Jordan goes to sleep, I'm going to go ahead and take this. When he goes to sleep. Uh, uh, Akeem, (laughs) two-time defensive player of the year. That KD, oh, wait. Akeem, nine times all-defensive team. KD, big goose egg. So I feel that you don't like defense, although you were a defensive player in the game of football, so it baffles my mind. I understand you don't like defense, but you cannot put Kevin Durant over Akeem, and you cannot put Kevin Durant (sighs) over Kobe. And at a minimum, that now puts Kevin Durant at 11. I'm not even talking about Oscar Robertson. I'm not talking about Jerry West. I'm not Mm. talking about uh, Will Chamberlain. I'm not talking about none of those dudes. Just by nature of Kobe Bryant, who we all saw play, and Akeem Olajuwon, who we too all saw play, that puts Kevin Durant. Okay, you gave me three names. Respect to the late, great Kobe Bryant. We're talking about performances on the court. We're talking about Akeem Olajuwon, respect to his greatness. We're talking about Steph Curry, respect to that man and his greatness as well. But here come these shots. Let's start off with Steph Curry. Um, You just admitted, but I know we're doing our TV thing. You just admitted that KD and Steph Curry, when they played together, who was better? It was KD. I did not at all admit that. You just said the next best player. Okay. I said players. I'm so sorry. The finals MVP admitted it for us. Oh, okay. Iguodala. Okay. Let's get to Steph Curry. Let me me, focus in on Steph Curry. Steph Curry won his first championship going against, he thought, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. It turned into LeBron James and Matthew Della Vadova. Champion Steph Curry, you're up 1-0 on KD. Respect. No, no. Shit. He won. No, no. I love that. I'm not mad. But then the next year, you got a better team. Regular season, you set a record. Mm -hmm. 73 wins. And then you lose in the finals. And then all of a sudden, some guy by the name of Matthew Della Vadova was known as a Steph stopper, gets paid a contract because of how he performed against you, and you guys underachieve. Hmm. Then you go get Kevin Durant, and it becomes a wrap. Kevin Durant is better than Steph Curry by all rankings I've seen, except I chose, but that's fine. Let's look at the numbers. Who, career numbers, oh my God. Points per game, KD. Rebounds, duh, he bigger, okay. Shooting from the field, KD, well, he bigger, you count those as well. Steph got him in three-pointers, double doubles and triple doubles. You would think Steph Curry would get it? Mm -mm. It's KD. Let me leave that alone. Let's get out of the numbers. Let's have some more fun than that. Steph Curry, finals MVP. Damn it. Okay, whatever. I'm going to leave you alone, Steph Curry. I'm going to get to Akeem Olajuwon, who got his two championships, the same as 
Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. but he, Kevin Durant said all comers. Not, oh, Jordan gone, let me get mine. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant sprinted to help. Kevin Durant said, please. But he faced everything. Steve, he saw everything. Dre, he didn't say LeBron retired. Help. He didn't say LeBron retired. The second LeBron James did take the, off, the, Kevin Durant didn't win nothing. Uh-huh. What? The second LeBron James this year, last year, and his oh, first year in L.A. Well, did he, take yeah, off he beat, from the he LeBron, playoffs. He beat LeBron twice, twice, though, already. So we we, 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 we done that. We done that. Uh, King beat Jordan anytime, once, twice. Yeah, but King Let's, joined the Jazz, I guess. I'm sure he would have, too. <laughs> this argument is going better than I expected. Here we go. Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. I, this feels bad. Because. It, no, it's not ignorant, really. There's no, there's no what argument. Year did Kobe there's, Bryant, there's no argument. What year did Kobe Bryant finally average 20 points? Fourth year. You imagine if I brought that up for Kevin Durant. Fourth year. In his fourth year, he averages over 20 What is your point? That was a strong point. Let's start off there. Because it all counts. You told me yesterday, everything counts. Brick by brick. Let's get the bricks Five titles count. Okay, so then, uh, yes, we're going to get there. How many was he the driver for? At at a minimum. At a minimum. No, no, at a maximum, too. It's the same number. Go. At a minimum. Come on, man. We ain't got that much time. Two. You know it was the two with Pau Gasol. That's why Kobe Bryant is not debatable. It's, it's, Nobody debates whether it was Kobe or Pat. The first title, it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal won three finals MVPs. Sure. Shaquille O'Neal averaged more points every se- from the regular season to postseason every single year. Kobe Bryant didn't do that. Do we debate whether Kobe was a driver or not for two, for two of the titles? No. Do we debate whether KD was a driver or not? No. We debated the finals all yesterday. Why we debated it all day yesterday. No. Oh, you didn't ask the question. Show. I thought it was no debate. It was just a question. I mean, uh, Finals Hall of MVP. Famer Charles Barkley just threw out the debate. Oh, okay. Finals MVP. Kobe Bryant got two. How many does KD have? Two. That's, the, that's to me, the argument ender. But if you want to keep talking about something that's not objective. Well, how is that an argument ender? Because Shaquille O'Neal won three Finals MVPs with Kobe Bryant. His numbers increased every postseason. Kobe's didn't. First Sam. year, Kobe's didn't. Five so, chips. To two. A, Five is greater than symbol ah, two. There is ah, literally yes. no debate. And, and you know what? If we're not going to do the driver-passenger argument, then Pippen, Ori, a lot of people start getting in this conversation, you're going to start slamming them down because they, they weren't a driver. So let's stay exclusively with the driver argument. So you only want to go with how many titles oh, were you the driver for? Well, I'm trying to dif- – I'm in the heavens right now. All these guys are insane. And all I'm trying to do is split hairs. I'm trying to say, what did you do to contribute greater to your legacy? Were you the driver? Were you the passenger? But that's no shot at Kobe Bryant. This is just a re- reality check right here. That Shaquille O'Neal was the KD of the back-to-back-to-back world champion Los Angeles Lakers, which hurts your feelings. Now, let's also talk about this. This is my last point. Thank I don't, God. <laughs> I don't want to Thank do this. God. If you look at Kevin Durant in terms of his averages... And Kevin Durant's a scoring phenom. Some say, would you agree, maybe the best scorer we've ever seen. True one or false? Of, one one of, of, no doubt about it. Now, who are the other people you would even consider? With Jordan. Kevin? Okay. Bird. Kobe. Kobe. Okay. Respect to Kobe once again. All right. KD averages more points per game than LeBron, who you got at number one, and Kobe Bryant. Let that go. With the same amount of finals MVP as Kobe Bryant. Let that go. So now all you're doing is collectively adding up the passenger, as you would say, or Charles Barkley would say, the passenger championships to put him over Kevin Durant. That's the only thing you have right now. Sure. Right. Uh, can I can I? No, you go. go okay, go go gra- I'm glad you brought up that See, point. See, I'm respectful. Out there. And I'm trying to be as well. You're trying, trying to, to be as well. <laughs> um, being a passenger 
two counts for something. Like, I'm not going to completely disregard being a passenger. Okay. Because if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. Here's how we know it's not easy. Because Kevin Durant can't even do it well. Meaning this, when Kevin Durant got into a rift and a tift with uh, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant was like, hey, whether I'm the driver or the passenger, in all honesty, I don't even want to be on this bus. Deuces. I'm going to go build my own mm, car and bring in good my point. own passengers. Kyrie, what's up with it? Let's join forces. I know you there. Steve Nash, what's up with it? Let's join forces. So I have mm. to give some credit and some credence to figuring out who is the driver and the passenger and making it work. Shaq and Kobe. Remember, they had their rift in their tip. That's why they parted ways. They did. But at least they got three out of them before they dipped. Even KD only got two. He would have had three if he had a leg. If ifs <laughs> I get, and woulda's and coulda's and I shoulda's. Know. I'm just saying. The just fact saying, of no, the I matter like. is, mm-hmm. he didn't. If Carl Malone don't get hurt, maybe Kobe Bryant would be like, yo, I would have had four. So I don't want to sit here and talk about cats getting injured and cats not getting injured. We have to also give some credit. We ain't got to give all credit because I'll give you that. But we got to give some credit to being a passenger in route to a title. So the fact that Kobe was a passenger in route to three titles and then was a driver in route to two still makes him greater than Kevin Durant only being a driver in route to two. So you have too much formal education and unformal education to not understand that point. That was informal, but it was. (laughs) (laughs) I love this dude. You are a fool. Hey, we get into an argument. We at your house. Guess what? I'm leaving. We get into argument, we in my house, you leaving. KD got into argument with Draymond. There were probably more issues than that, obviously. All right, Draymond, it's your house. I'm out. Oh, where you at, Kyrie? I'm homeless, too. I ain't loving this up there in Boston. Let's go. That's all that was. You give Steph Curry so much credit when he defers, when he just says, let me take the step back. But when KD does the same thing, like, I ain't going to blow y'all house up, even though, let's be real. (laughs) I know this is the house y'all built, but boy, I put some finishes on this sucker. KD just deferred. He said, let y'all have that. I ain't going to blow up three dudes who love each other versus me. I came in here, got my finals MVP, showed that I'm better than the MVP, showed that y'all could get over the hump every single time with me, and I'm out. That's all that was to me. But listen to this. This is amazing. Then we got to go to break. They say, KD's the only player, uh uh-oh, only player NBA history has swept in the postseason. That's true, too. In the postseason to have 50-40-90 shooting splits and more playoff series than anyone else only player let's go here Kevin Durant Mm, mm, mm. one of four players one of four players with his season career averages 27 7 and 4 only four players you want to know the other three LeBron Wilt and Elgin Baylor damn I didn't say Steph damn I didn't say King I ain't even say Kobe. Respect. Coming up, everyone is singing Kumbaya in Arizona right now. But we'll tell you if the Cardinals are making a mistake giving Kyler Murray a new deal. Y'all about to put some respect on KD's name. <laughs> and USFL action continues with a Saturday. That's on the next block. Next, don't speak for yourself. <laughs> ben Simmons did not make his Nets debut in game four on Monday, citing back soreness. An athletic wrote for Nets players, quote, the confusion was not centered around Simmons' ailment, but with the perceived lack of an attempt to play, effort to be in uniform, and push his body in these high-stakes playoffs. Simmons still has three years and about $114 million left on his deal. Good Lord. Got to bring in Fox NBA analyst Slick Rick DeBuca, but Acho, 
Can the Nets count on Ben Simmons moving forward? No, why would you? If you are the Nets, you have to understand Ben Simmons let the Sixers down and ditched the Sixers. Ben Simmons showed up but didn't show up, not even for game four. So if you can't even count on Ben Simmons to be in the arena, why in God's name you think you can count on him to actually play basketball? I don't care what kind of injury Ben Simmons was dealing with. The Nets are paying his salary. It is the final game likely of the Nets season playing the Boston Celtics, and you don't even show up? Like, you don't even show up to the stadium. They are paying you <laughs> roughly a million or so dollars per game at this juncture in time because you ain't really got that many games left, and you didn't have that many games by the time you showed up, and you didn't even show up to the stadium. The audacity of Ben Simmons to not even show up Nah, if you can't show up physically, how dare I believe that you can actually show up with your game? Can't count on him. I remember <laughs> Slick Rick last year, mm. Anthony Davis. He didn't travel round one to Phoenix. Lakers were playing Phoenix. Anthony Davis, if you all recall, was rehabbing uh, his groin, I believe it was. I understood that. Anthony Davis didn't travel to Phoenix because he was staying in L.A. rehabbing, waiting for Phoenix to come back and play in L.A. But Ben Simmons, whatever you are rehabbing, mentally and or physically, the game is in Brooklyn. You're at home. You don't even have to travel. Do you all understand that Ben Simmons was anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes away from the arena at his house or at a bar while Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Steve Nash were playing for their basketball legacies and lives, and Ben Simmons was at the crib chilling? If he can't even show up in the arena for game four, I will not count on him in the future moving forward. They can't count on him moving forward because I'm assuming that the situation that he has mm. at hand mm. is going to be resolved. Mm. He's battling two. He's, he's, he's got two battles right now. And the bigger one for him is trying to recoup the money that he was not that he did not receive while he was sitting out with the Philadelphia 76ers. Him coming back to play for the Brooklyn Nets at this point would undermine his case in the biggest way possible and he simply mm -hmm. can't risk that. So mm -hmm. I believe this has nothing to do with playing for the Brooklyn Nets or not being there. It's a matter of hey, I got some business to take care of first, which is I need to get the money back that I was penalized for not playing this season with the Philadelphia 76ers. And if I'm going to say it's mental health, I can't very well turn around without having played all year and play in the cauldron of the playoffs with a brand new team when I haven't played. The mental stress of that is greater than anything that could have happened to him during the regular season. So he has to make a case for why he needs to get those millions back. And I was sort of taken aback because you're talking about it's a million, you know, a million dollars a week or a game that he's missing right now. I went through the fines that were being handed out. Two. And every two weeks, there is his name with some $860,000 on the line. That is breathtaking to think about how much money he's lost over the course of this season, and he wants to get that back. So I am of the mind that once Ben Simmons gets that resolved, there won't be any issues about him playing or not playing. Uh, that back will suddenly be fine. He will be able to practice. He will be able to play. But right now, he's busy trying to get everything that he lost over the course of this season, 
And coming in and playing a few minutes for the Brooklyn Nets when their fate was already sealed simply wasn't worth the trade. Thank you, Slick. Thank you, Slick. I said that in the A block when we talked this. I'm going to say it again in this block when we're talking this. The man is on stage right now performing, and he has to perform because this is the script given to him by his agent, by Rich Paul. And I don't know that for a fact, but if he's a good agent like I know he is, he better tell Ben Simmons how to act right now, and this is how you got to act. Y'all think that Ben Simmons left Philadelphia because of mental health. No, he left Philadelphia when his teammate called him out and he was like, this is a perfect time to get up out of here then. And at that time, he tried to strike and it didn't work. Philadelphia was like, nah, you showing up. Y'all can work that out, figure it out. And then Ben Simmons was like, okay, here's my first performance. Mental health, whether it's real or not, you don't know. Then that translated to when he got to Brooklyn to continue this act. Backsorters, I got to play this through. And it's because $20 million is on the line. Let me put this in perspective for you guys. The top 1% of the people in this world have over $200,000 in their savings, in their earnings, you want to say. Let's be generous. We're talking about $20 million, y'all. We're not talking about $200,000. We're talking about $20 million that all you have to do is just play this forward just a little longer, and that money's yours, and you're still a Brooklyn Net for at least three more years. So I respect what he's doing. I know, to me, Marcellus Vernon Wiley, speak for yourself. He lying. You got to do this. But he's trying to get $20 million. And if I'm his teammate, lie all you want, big dog. We'll handle business going forward next year because I can't get into your wallet to the tune of $20 million. No, I don't think either of y'all are wrong. Oh, okay. But it comes down to can the Nets count on Ben Simmons moving forward? And the only person that can mm. count on Ben Simmons moving forward is his lawyer. Because the only person that Ben Simmons is executing for right now is his legal team. You, you said mental health issues? Okay, yep, got mental health issues. Wait a second, you don't want us to still hide behind the mask of mental health because we might face backlash once this contract and litigation settles? Say back spasms because they can't properly assess back spasms either? Oh, got back spasms. Okay, you said I shouldn't even show up for game four because you don't think it'll look good for me sitting on the back. Oh, not going to be present game four. The only person that can count on Ben Simmons right here and right now is his lawyer. Not the Nets, mm. not KD. Not Steve Nash. You want to talk about litigation. We can learn from Deshaun Watson. We can learn from a litany of other legal cases. Litigation is a long and lengthy process, y'all. So if the Nets are just waiting for this to play out, only God knows how long they're going to be waiting. The Nets cannot, should not, and better not count on Ben Simmons because only one person can, and that is whatever law firm is currently representing Ben Simmons. <laughs> so okay, so there are two parts to this. Thank you. One of the reasons that he left Philadelphia is because he was no longer in favor with the with, with the team. Between trade rumors and showing that uh, Joel Embiid was the guy that they really wanted to build around, he got the clear and and Daryl Morey coming in and knowing the relationship that he had with James Harden and already the dalliance of trying to bring him in uh, to replace uh, Ben. It was clear to Ben, hey, I, I'm, I'm no longer a favored nation in this situation. I need to get up out of here. And But prior to that, was he available? Yes, very much available, mm -hmm. uh, durable, always there. So there are two parts to this. Am I worried that once he gets this situation resolved, is he going to be available and he's going to play? 
I don't have any problems. I believe he still wants to get paid. He knows he's got to play to get paid. He's that. If anything has been made clear to Ben Simmons at this mm. point, it is that. Mm. The second part, though, is where I agree with you, Acho, just in terms of the overall. It's not counting on Ben Simmons. Is what am I counting on that I'm going to get? I have no confidence after listening to Kyrie Irving, after watching all of this play out with Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant, the idea that that trio is going to deliver anything is that ship has sailed. I'm not buying into that. It's a it's 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 the old Dallas Cowboys thing. You start showing me CB CD Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. And, oh man, they I think they could do it this time. I feel like I got the same bill of goods with the Brooklyn Nets. I look at the dynamics, the the EQ on it, the emotional quotient when it comes to those three, and that's where I get off the boat as far as what the Brooklyn Nets and Ben Simmons are capable of. But in terms of him just being available and out there and playing 30-some minutes a night, yes, I fully expect that they can count on him doing that because he doesn't want to have to go back to court to get his money again. I love what you said, Slick. Um, I'm just going to ask you guys a question in terms of, ah, can an ambulance chaser be a good person? Why do I start off like that? Because I've been the victim of an ambulance chaser before. I got into a little fender bender. And when I say little fender bender, like I barely touched their fender, right? But I was in a white Rolls Royce. Remember that dusty white Rolls Royce I had, Acho? Yep, barely tapped them. Now, what I learned years ago is whenever you get into any accident, whatever you want to think of the situation and you're going to get into a he say, she say, Turn on your voice memo and audio record it. If you want to go all the way, you can video record it, but I don't want them to know. So I turned it on and I started walking up to the car. I was like, hey, how y'all doing? Oh, we fine, we fine, man. You barely touched us, but thanks for stepping out and all that stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Then all of a sudden, you get your insurance claim. And I was like, wait a minute. They said that I barely touched them and they fine. All of a sudden, grandma on the back, she got vertebrae issues. My neck and my back. I'm like, what the hell? Then I hit them with that voice memo. Oh, y'all said y'all were good. I won that case. Why do I bring that up? Acho, you think my wife's a good person? You better say, yeah, you're on TV. All right, me too, sometimes. Okay, so I think she's a good person, right? But my wife is a scammer. Let me tell y'all real. Let me call her out. She a scammer. I'm going to tell y'all right now. She's Nigerian in her. She has Nigerian (laughs) She is. She is Nigerian. Okay, here's one of the scams she likes to run, and I'm going to call her out. Where did we just go? Where did we just go? I'm just trying to show y'all that good people do bad things sometimes. Okay, you ever go on Amazon, Amazon Prime, you order two sizes of the same thing, right? All right, that's not really a bad scam, but here's the bad scam. You order two things, right? And then they come. And then you play with them, and then one of them break, or one of them you send it back. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's all under warranty. Then it breaks again. You go order the same thing, you send it back. It's all under warranty. You keep that chain going. That is a bad thing. That is a scam. That is a Ben Simmons, my wife, move. But guess what? She's still a good person. Ben Simmons is only doing this for one reason, and you called it out, Slick. He doing it for money. $20 million now, $114 million later. As long as there's money in the equation, Nacho, Trust me, you can trust Ben Simmons. He gonna play for that money. Coming up, LeBron. Damn, I hope Amazon. I hope Bezos on me. LeBron and KD both watching the rest of the playoffs from home. We really run that stunt. We'll tell you which superstar has been the biggest disappointment. Next on Speak for Yourself. That's all right. They got insurance. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kevin Durant's nets were swept earlier this week, but let's not forget KD is a two-time NBA champion, a 12-time All-Star. KD's status in NBA history came up yesterday, so we're bringing it back today. Acho, is Kevin Durant a top 10 player of all time? He's not. Not yet, at least. Uh, my top 10 is simple, and my top 10 cannot be disputed. Not if you have spent enough time watching the game of basketball. Number one, LeBron James. Number two, Michael Jordan. Again, I don't want to get lost in one and two. If you have Michael Jordan at number one, that is your prerogative. Number three, Magic Johnson. You know what he has done. Five chips. Number four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, maybe the greatest basketball player when you talk collegiate and pro of all time. Number five, Bill Russell. Eleven chips. Two as a player coach. My, my, my. Number six, you got Tim Duncan, five chips over the course of three different decades. Number seven, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Number eight, Larry the legend. Bird. Number nine, Shaquille O'Neal. And number 10, Akeem Elijah. Now, for those viewers that are not true astute basketball fans, you might be looking, well, Acho, where's Jerry West? Where's Big O? Where's Wilt? Like Marcellus Wiley, I personally understand. I didn't watch them cats playing back in the 1960s and 70s. Only I got hearsay and I got them VHS tapes. I can only put one OG in my top 10. The OG (laughs) that I chose was Bill Russell. The second point of contention you might have, Mm-hmm. Acho, you really going to put Elijah one in there? Yes, I am, and it's not because he's Nigerian. <laughs> sure. I'm going to put him in there for this reason. Sure. Akeem got two chips. KD has two chips. Akeem has two finals MVPs. KD, two finals MVPs. Akeem, a regular season MVP. KD, a regular season MVP. But Akeem has what KD does not. Akeem, two-time defensive player of the year. Akeem Elijah won nine times all defensive. Five times all defensive first team. Defense matters. Once again, ask the Nets whether or not defense matters. Specifically, ask Kevin Durant. Game one versus Celtics. Jason Tatum cut to the basket. 360 layup. Yes, defense matters. So Kevin Durant, unfortunately, is not currently in my top ten. Okay, you sound real defensive there. You don't trust your own list. This is We're doing this again because Slick Rick is here, and I need Slick Rick to not only give us his list, but more importantly, poke holes in Acho's list because you can't poke holes in mine. Because here's my list. Slick, look at this list. Look at the list. What? Oh, my God. LeBron James, best basketball player ever. Yeah, I said it with my chest, too. Michael Jordan, you're right behind him. Make another documentary. Maybe you'll influence me. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Mr. Hook himself. Magic Johnson's number four. Larry Bird, number five. Like I said, Larry Bird, the plan didn't land smoothly, but it still was up high. Shaquille O'Neal, six. Tim Duncan, seven. Will Chamberlain, golly. That's my OG from the old school. I hear all the stories, you know, pre-tape, the 50s, 60s, 70s of all these guys. I got to give it to Will Chamberlain. Eight, mm-hmm, that's Will. Nine is Kevin Durant. Yeah, I know it. And Kobe Bryant, 
is at 10 respectfully. To me, that is a, a list that is Teflon. But Slick Rick, it's your turn. Beat us up so we can now go back and forth. Yeah, I'd say my issue, my biggest issue with your list is you guys take the easy way out when it comes to the OGs to say, you know what, I didn't see him play. It's hearsay. I got VHS. Like, true, true. No, I, I, I've had a chance to talk to guys who played against them. Jerry West being the biggest one. So Oscar Robertson has to be in my top 10. Bill Russell and what they accomplished. I know, uh, Marcellus, your, your pushback is always. Uh, well, they were playing against plumbers and carpenters. You know what? I need the list of those plumbers and carpenters because I need some work on my house that I can't seem to get with any, with, with any of those trademen right now. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that. That's the, the idea that they weren't playing against quality competition is the easy way out, mm. but you got to show me that those guys weren't able to play. I don't have, to answer the question, I don't have Kevin Durant in my top 10 either. He's 13th right now. Ooh. And Acho, I'm not oh. mad at you with Akeem Olajuwon. Not mad at you with Akeem Olajuwon at 10th because I really had to wrestle between Akeem and Tim Duncan for that 10th spot. Now, oh. one of the things that I have is, unlike yours, first of all, Michael Jordan's number one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is number two. Okay. And Kobe Bryant is number three. Wow. Because aside from having five rings, I go back to him going to the finals Three consecutive years and being the best player without question all, on all three of those teams, winning back-to-back championships without another top 75 player. Okay. Pau Gasol was his next best player. After that, you're going to Derek Fisher or to Lamar Odom. What Kobe Bryant accomplished when he was without question the star. Never mind that we've discounted what he, the role that he played as the closer with, uh, with Shaquille O'Neal when they won three in a row. That's, my, that's the issue with, I have with Shaq. That's why he's not in my top ten. Because as great as he was, as dominant as he was, you couldn't play him in the last two minutes of every game because they would just play hack-a-shack. Like, that was such an Achilles heel for him, and that's when Kobe would take over. That was winning time. So I give Kobe a lot more credit than I think that you guys do, and it's why he's so high on my list. But uh, the back and forth here, uh, I look, uh, there's, we're really not that far off. A lot of our middle-range guys are very similar. It's top end and the other end where we differentiate. But here's the, here's the greatest issue with KD. He's at 13th. He ain't getting any higher because Giannis Antetokounmpo is in his rearview mirror and he is gaining on him. Steph Curry, if this team goes to the finals and he gets a finals MVP, Steph Curry could very well move ahead of him. We could be top 15 is probably about as high as KD is going to get, and he's going to have to hang on to it because I don't see things getting better for him. I only see them getting worse. Oh, that's amazing that you're going to look at the latter part or late prime of KD and use it against him, but the latter part of Jordan and the end of Jordan, ah, come on, it's good for a documentary. Funny. Who's your 11, 12, and 13, just so I can have it, because I got your top 10. Who's 11, 12, and 13? You don't have one. Yeah, Akeem. Exactly. Just shots at KD. Akeem, is a, okay, yeah. Shaq. Okay, whoa. And KD. KD's 13. Okay, okay, fair, 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 fair. You know what? You made some interesting points there. You made a point about Kobe Bryant 
and you said who Kobe Bryant's next best player was. And then that gave you ammunition to prop up Kobe Bryant because look what he did with a passenger like that. Can I use that same argument in a different context and use it against Steph Curry, why he's, he shouldn't be able to go up? Because Steph Curry won one championship without Kevin Durant, and that championship was against LeBron James. And guess who his next best player was? It wasn't Kyrie Irving like expected. It wasn't Kevin Love, as expected. It was Matthew Dellavedova. But we prop up Steph when he does it. But then we look at Kobe Bryant and we give him his flowers. They can't be the same. One of them got to go up. Seesaw. Another one got to go down. Y'all digest that. Here's another point. Bill Russell. You know, that tremendous score, 15 points a game, career average. No, don't do that. Uh, shot 44 from the field. Don't do that. Plumbers and contractors, they still can go out there and play defense, right? Don't do it that he only did it against 18th and then they expanded to 14. Don't do that, Marcellus. Okay, fine. Slick gave me the best point. You couldn't play him in the last two minutes. Shaquille O'Neal, career free throw percentage is 53%. Want to know what Bill Russell's was? 56%. So if we're going to slam Shaq, for the last two minutes, well, let's start slamming no, Bill Russell. No. Oh, no, because it's no, against your no. father's you know contractors. You know what? Huh? They, did, they, <laughs> they didn't, didn't, what, that they didn't do hack a bill in that era. Because they didn't know how to play basketball. Like he was on the floor. They also didn't they were with two smart, <laughs> They weren't smart enough to play hack a bill. So you can't. You can't utilize that like he wasn't on the floor the last two minutes. He was still on the floor swatting shots and rebounding. The dude averaged 25 rebounds a game in the playoffs. Oh, uh, respect. Yeah, if you talk about that. What? Russell was so good defensively. I Look, it's why he's right, down Robin's on my 10. list. It's why he's – I think he's 10. ninth Robin's on my list mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. he was primarily a defensive player. Primarily, my But everybody I mean, else primarily. were, were primarily. without question, two-way players. And Russell was so good defensively oh, yeah, and was such a, an integral part. Look, what? finals MVP is named after him. The trophy is named after Bill Russell. That is a reflection of when it really matters. Bill Russell was the guy who delivered over and over, 11 times, over (laughs) and over again. So how can I not have that guy in my top 10? I'm with you, Slick. You don't have to watch it. You just can't argue with the results. Talk about it, Slick. you don't feel that. Your grandparents told you, if you don't do this, Slick, we're going to now not accept you the same. Like, you don't even have any moments in your head. It's all Google searches. I respect it. Slick? Jerry West is is, This is attack the messenger time for Marcellus. He can't argue with Russell. Now he's got to go after me and my grandparents (laughs) and the pressure that they're putting on me right here on this show. (laughs) Why why Jerry West ain't in your top ten? He on the ball. He the logo. See, Slick, you ain't making no sense, man. Let me do this right here, Slick. You didn't want to go there. I got to go tease, but I got to get one more point off on you. Why? Can you not just tease? (laughs) You made no good points yet. See, that's how he does it, Slick. He got one more point in. Admit this. Admit this. This we don't have time and unless Sullis needs it. Then we got time. Ain't this funny, though? He said he was primarily a defender. Yeah, it's kind of easy to do that when you can't score. Coming up on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Rodman in your top ten? Oh, he was primarily a defender. Yeah, he couldn't score. All right, let's get to the Cowboys and the moves they need to make during the draft to get Dak Prescott some help. Uh-huh. We're going to ask that question and tell you if they need to. Next, they'll speak for yourself. Oh, he's primarily a defender. Prescott and the Cowboys lost some offensive weapons this offseason. 
So there will be a lot of attention paid to what they do with the 24 pick in the first round. Jerry Jones feels speculation. They can move up by saying, quote, we should be thinking out of the box. Hacho, Cowboys need to get that more help in the draft. They shouldn't need to. Um, Sell, when you compensate a quarterback to the degree that the Cowboys have compensated Dak Prescott, mm. you are paying him to compensate for his lack of help. Point. We ain't got a ton of time here, so I'll get straight to the chase. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers making some of the most money the game of football has ever seen. Yeah. And in turn, they're saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to have Devontae Adams this year. But look at what Aaron Rodgers has done without Devontae Adams under Matt LaFleur. 7-0. 31 points a game, 300 passing guards a game nearly, 69% winning percentage, 19 touchdowns, one pick. What the Packers have said is, Aaron Rodgers, we're paying you so much money, we're not going to help you. We're going to help your bank account, you help us. Mm. That's the deal that they have made. I listened to you, Marcellus, when you speak, and I had to do my own research. Uh Patrick Mahomes, what do they say about him and Tyreek Hill? Mahomes, we're paying you $450 million. So what can you do without Tyreek Hill? Well, three and one, Mm. 27 Mm. points a game, 360 yards a game, 64% completion percentage, eight touchdowns, no picks. We are paying you enough to not have to help you. There you go. So because of how much the Cowboys are paying Dak Prescott, they're paying him to not have to help him. I know it sounds backwards, but y'all, that's how the NFL works. We're paying you and saying, in turn, (laughs) we gonna help your pockets. You gotta help us on the field because we can't help you as much on the field. The Cowboys should not need to get Dak Prescott more help in the draft. Mm, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, You were talking about the finite resources of the NFL because of the salary cap. So basically it's different than how your household works. You get paid a lot of money. Guess what? The house is going to be full of stuff. You know, you get in the NFL, you pay for a player and give them that much amount of money. You ain't going to have that much around you, bro. That's how the game goes. I respect that. I disagree, though. Let me say this. Look, every team would like more help. How you get that help, you got to be creative and sophisticated. It's not going to come at the top of the draft necessarily. It's not going to come conventionally. That's why Jerry Jones is smart. He said, we got to think outside the box. We got to find us a fourth, fifth rounder that people are sleeping on and boom, let that guy hit. But to ask, do the Cowboys need more help? Almost a setup question. Like, Acho, do you need more money? Do you need more love? Do you need more respect? I mean, come on. These are silly questions. They're the number one offense. Why don't y'all ask that to some other sorry teams out there that don't have the number one offense? But once again, it's the Cowboys. It's Dak Prescott. He needs more help because y'all don't think he's adequate. Y'all don't think that Dak Prescott is truly the franchise quarterback that his compensation says he is. That was a shot at y'all. Whoever made up this question. You, Hella, Coven. Everybody, all y'all tripping. Dallas don't need no help. Coming up, somebody made that question up. LeBron and KD, both watching the rest of the playoffs from home, and they watching our show probably from the crib. Tell you which superstar has been the biggest disappointment. Damn. Next, don't speak for yourself. Shots. This a no Lakers and the Nets started the season as title contenders, but LeBron James' squad didn't make it to the playoffs, and Kevin Durant's team was swept in the first round. This is the first playoff since 04 and 05. Back when Marcellus' house was on cribs. <laughs> you so Without LeBron or KD oh, in the semi. Sell, oh, who's oh. a bigger disappointment this season? Man, and it hurts my heart to have this conversation. I know. But LeBron or KD, big dog? Damn, you know those are my favorites right there. But that dude, KD, man, it got to be him. He's younger, right? Expectations greater for him in this moment than they are for LeBron James. They did a preseason poll of all the basketball analysts and experts, and who was predicted number one to win it all? Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. They fell short. 
He's better right now, still in the conversation. Some say Giannis, some don't, of the best player on the planet in this moment. You're predicted to win. Your team's better. You're younger. You're better. You got to be the one. So I look at LeBron James. You could look at, obviously, the injury once again to Anthony Davis as a mattress to lie on. You can look at the fact that there's dysfunction in the organization. And Russell Westbrook, this didn't hit like they expected, like they anticipated. So I give LeBron a little greater of a pass than I do KD. But KD, too damn good, too damn young to be acting like this right now. So, yeah, disappointing. I love this show. It teaches me so many life lessons. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What we got? Well, cribs? What did you learn on Cribs? No, no, oh. but the life lesson of your hardest on those you love the most. Mm. I think LeBron James is a bigger disappointment this season. Let me hear. And I think he's a bigger disappointment because, so, LeBron set up the entirety of this Lakers roster. Now, you could argue that Kevin Durant brought in Steve Nash. It was Kyrie Irving who was already present. Mm. So all that Kevin Durant really did from a roster perspective was bring in Steve Nash and maybe send away or help send away James Harden. Mm. What did LeBron James do? <laughs> brought in Melo, brought in Dwight. He co-signed Vogel. Mm. He brought in AD. Mm. He brought in Westbrook. He sent away Caruso. He didn't bring in DeRozan. He sent away KCP. He sent away Kuzma. Back in the gap, he sent away Ingram. Like, we got to keep in mind, <laughs> this entire Lakers roster is quite literally constructed by LeBron James. Mm. So rain or shine, good or bad, in sickness and in health, LeBron James, you have to say, I do. And you got to say, I do, to the record. And you got to say, I do, to not making the playoff. You got to say, I do, to all of the blame and all of the criticism. Mm. So, so when I look at who's really a bigger disappointment, it's unfortunately Bron Bron because he's greater. Both of our top 10 lists have LeBron James at number one. Yeah. Now, you had KD at nine, and I had KD at 12, making KD on average 10. But LeBron James on average was our number one. Mm. So with that being said, if you are greater, then I expect greater. I understand KD might be better than LeBron right now, but if you are greater and LeBron James, what we won't dispute is that LeBron is greater than KD. If you greater, then I need to see you be greater, and you can't be this much worse. Yeah, yeah, but let's not have an MVP conversation. Let's have a disappointment in your team conversation. Even after the Harden trade, the Nets still were the favorite to win it all. What? After Harden's gone? Because they bring in Ben Simmons and the image of Ben Simmons and whatever, the facade of Ben Simmons, they thought that they still were going to keep this thing rolling. I think that the Nets had a greater expectation on them as a team than the Lakers did. You made up a lot of good points. You brought up a lot of good points about what LeBron, I do, I do, I do. What he did, what he did. And people forget about all of what the team that the Lakers have traded away and let go is better than the team they got right now. (laughs) Being Brandon Ingram. Balling. Come on, dog. Julius Randle. Come on, dog. You want to keep going? Bro, Caruso making noise. Caruso making noise with the Bulls. Coming up, apparently John Moran's dunk of the playoffs was a normal day at the office. We'll tell you if he's keeping it 100 or just 99. Maybe for a little emphasis. We'll talk it next on Speak for Yourself. LeBron traded away a championship rock. Yeah, and kept it. Crazy. That's what we On this show, we only know how to keep it 100, but others out there, they keep it 99. So each day we're going to get to the bottom of who's really telling the truth. Case in point, John Moran had the dunk of the playoffs last night over Malik Beasley. Sorry, brother. And, of course, he was asked about it after the win. Take a listen. I mean, I really wasn't excited about the dunk. It was over a guard. Um, that was pretty easy. 
I told Tom around keeping it 100 or 99. Good Lord. What's crazy is I think he's keeping it 100, big dog. Like, mm. I think Ja has made crazier dunks than this in practice. Yeah. I think Ja's made crazier dunks than this uh, growing up through AAU. So, for Ja, I think this is just another day at the office. Remember, Ja mm. is likely is. one of, if not the best dunkers in the National Basketball Association. Yeah. He just refuses to be in the dunk contest. Mm. I get it. So I actually feel like Ja keeping it 100, Sal. I don't know where he's keeping it, but I know why he's doing it. I, why do people say, oh, man, that ain't nothing? Two reasons. One, because they truly can do more than that. Or two, they want you to think that there's nothing better than that. Either way it goes, I know John Morant got to be excited about that dunk. Like, come on, man. Ain't nobody going to dunk on somebody like that and be acting like but that. But I will say, though, Sal, come on. dunking on a dude who's trying to take a charge is different than dunking on a dude who's trying to block the shot. Okay. You feel me? Good, good like, point. that's a little bit different. I feel Ja. Ja's like, at yeah. the end of the day, I yammed on him, yeah. but he was trying to take a charge. So, yeah. I... He trains at Just Hoops. Shout out to Corey and Chris, who train MJ as well. MJ, Ja Morant. That's two parallels. That's it for us. Fox Bet Live is next. Come on, MJ.